That was Elizabeth Hepburn with Children of Light. Welcome to Let's Find Out. The focus of this program is to have our hearts open to a universal, united, kind, loving, and forgiving planet. We've entered into a new decade and a new energy form, the transformational 20s. Let's all begin to strengthen the new energies on the planet, strengthen your intuition, and strive to live a peaceful existence free from fear. What strategies, prayers, meditations, and exercise can you use to tap into the higher realms and receive messages from your departed loved ones? Creating a higher vibration of living. When we are upset and confused, where can we find the answers? How can we know which path to take? The answers are here on Let's Find Out with our spiritually focused format and guests. Each episode includes Elizabeth Joyce's weekly stargazing report, a guided healing meditation, as well as Ascension music by Richard Schulman. The purpose of every broadcast is to raise your personal vibration. Now it's time for tonight's program. Let's find out with Elizabeth Joyce. Good evening. This is Elizabeth Joyce. How's everybody doing tonight? As we walk through June, I understand it's very hot in the southwest and that weather is about to come as far north as Maine, so that'll be interesting. Last year we had a lot of rain, so this year we're going to have fire. Why? Because Mars and Jupiter are in Aries. Last year they were in Pisces. It just amazes me when you follow astrology, how it reflects what's happening on Earth. I've said that a lot. Tonight we're going to talk about the full moon that's happening on Tuesday the 14th. It's a giant full moon. Most people are saying it's in Sagittarius, and it mostly is, except the beginning of it is in the tail of the scorpion, uh, Scorpio at 29 degrees. So as we approach the full moon at 29 degrees Scorpio, we remember that Jupiter moved into Aries on May 16th and will remain there until it retrogrades back into Pisces in October. Jupiter only visits the sign of Aries once every 12 years. The last time was 2010. Hot summers, fires, unexplained electrical mishaps. This is all the fire energy that we're going to be having this year, this summer. Mars is also in Aries. Mars is in its own sign and very fiery. Jupiter is expanding. Jupiter has an expanding energy. Mars has a fire energy. So Mars is expanding its warmth and light through Jupiter. It must be noted here that Mars is also out of bounds, meaning that it's straying away from its natural orbit. This creates an out-of-bounds, electrical, aggressive energy on the Earth plane. Mars is a warrior energy, so we may see more wars, demonstrations, fights, and arguments around the world. But I'm concerned because uh, in Michigan they turned off the nuclear power plant 
and I'm concerned about outages all through the Midwest. I hope some people can do something about it or prevent anyone from having too much harm. The heat will be intense this year. However, if we use this energy personally, we can create wonders. It gives us the courage to take risks, to be daring, to be brave, and to also be a pioneer. To be a leader in your own life. It's fresh energy. It's Aries energy. It's new beginnings. It's the first sign of the zodiac. So there's this feeling of fresh forward movement with this energy. You can see where Aries falls in your chart to know what area of your life will be affected. Each house has a specific area of life. First house self, second house money and values, third house communication, fourth house home and mother and so forth. So if you know what area is going to fall in, that's more helpful. Then you can think back to 2010 and figure out what happened to you in that year that was profound for you or important to you. And you'll have the similar experiences with this energy. And you can always let me know if you want me to cast your chart or give you a half hour reading. I'm at Elizabeth at newvisions.com. It's Elizabeth at new hyphen visions. Don't forget that hyphen in the middle. New newvisions.com. Hope to hear from you. The next two years will be extremely difficult. Pluto in Capricorn has to complete its job. So what is Pluto in Capricorn's job? It came in in 2020. And of course, I told everybody we were going to go through the terrible 20s at that time, even before then. Pluto in Capricorn brings tearing down, destruction before reconstruction. It tears down corporations, the powers that be, governments, established leaders that really are off base, and it will complete its job. It's also been working on exposing pharmaceuticals, exposing banking, and exposing some companies that haven't been too swift with their, with their working uh, through their company. So all the murky stuff is going to be unveiled. And that's good. A rather murky aspect is coming with this full moon. This aspect is linked to secrets and hidden matters. It's not an astral body, but a degree of measurement. It's called Black Moon Lilith. And it's at the last degree of the moon, the farthest point that the moon orbits away from the earth. So the moon, through its orbiting, comes in close to the earth and then orbits away from the earth as far as it can. And then it comes back. So it goes back and forth. So now we are at the furthest part away, and that makes things un underground, murky aspects, hidden. And then it comes back again, and it brings out the truth.
it will be at 1.33 degrees Cancer at the full moon. That's very near the zero point, and it's in a cardinal sign. When this occurs, the position is on the world axis point. What is the world axis point? Well, when a planet or a north node is on the world axis point, what it means is that karma happens. It's very powerful, and that whatever the energy brings will be a worldwide event. I don't want to get into an astrology lesson here, but at this point, whatever impacts the world stage will have a very strong impact. Very strong. It will astonish everybody. It's pretty grisly, especially when it contained in the ball. I'm sorry. It's very grisly, especially when it's contained in the tail of the scorpion. I told you a little bit about that last week. The tail of the scorpion is the 29 degrees. And you know what scorpions do. They poison, they sting, they have a venom, and it hurts to get stung by a scorpion. So, Jupiter is expanding the energy. It expands anything it touches. And it's going to square this degree. Cancer represents motherhood pregnancy, babies, and it's square to Jupiter. Jupiter expands. So Jupiter expanding the energy, very, very dark energy of this black moon, which rests on the world axis. Now, take a look at what's happening right now, right here in this country, in the USA. We've had lack of baby formulas by design, and the Supreme Court ruling of Roe versus Wade upset and demonstrations. This is not a coincidence. Pluto has chosen these subjects to come up for review. The darkness is contaminated baby formula and abortion issues. On this round, wow. That's a wow. Like an angry bear, when you threaten its cubs, this black full moon in Lilith is dark, wild, and instinctive. In the Jewish myth, it is said that Lilith was the first wife of Adam, and because she's a very independent, uncompromising energy, she would not submit to Adam. So as punishment, she was eventually thrown out of Eden. She had to watch many of her children be killed. And her revenge was she started to attract pregnant women and attach herself to them, the dark energy, which resulted in stillbirths and spontaneous abortions. It's interesting that this energy affects the U.S. chart and that Mars is at 21 degrees in the fifth house. The U.S. chart has Mars at 21 degrees in the fifth house. Now, the fifth house rules children and your daughters. 
The sons are ruled by the third house. This is a vicious, stinging, feminine energy coming in at the time of an awaited Supreme Court ruling concerning the abortion law in the U.S., Roe versus Wade. It has certainly stirred up some deep and strong emotions in this country. And some of these emotions are really flat out unnecessary because Roe versus Wade does not ban abortions or permit abortions. And what they're looking to do is to put the abortion rules back to the states. I want to make it clear. It's not, if they do uh, reverse it, it's not killing abortions. It's not making abortions illegal. It's just sending it back to the states. And the states make their own choices with their legal advisors. And I don't think that's been made clear to people. But let's go a step further. This thing we are all about to experience energetically is about the deepest, darkest of secrets. Secrets that no one wants to talk about or face up to concerning sex trafficking and fears uncompromising feminine energy. Fierce uncompromising energy of what they're doing to babies that are unborn. So as much as we all believe that we should have rule over our bodies, we have to also believe in integrity. And we have to believe in the value of life. And I'm talking about having the baby born and then killing the baby and taking the organs out to make drugs. That's part of what happens. And that's why the universe is a little bit upset about what's going on. So what I would like you guys to do is to do some reading and studying about what's really going on and let everybody decide that some of this dark, dark, dark stuff just can't continue. Meanwhile, the goddess of chaos and discord, Eros, is now in Aries and squaring Pluto exact at the same time of the full moon and all these other energies. This is another uncompromising feminine energy. She doesn't care about anything creating chaos and discord. In order that everybody in society is recognized, she will scream and she will take to the streets, hence our demonstrations. And is fighting, this energy is fighting against the top down control along with rules and regulations. Remember natural law. Natural law says the decision of abortion is between a woman, her doctor, and God. Remember that. Because that may help you with your own feelings. This is very powerful energy, and this is something we will be facing starting in June through the summer months. 
all of this fighting against the top, trying to control with rules and regulations. This is Saturn and Pluto. Saturn brings the rules. Pluto digs deeper. This energy came here in 2020 and will continue until October of 2022. I've been talking about the crescendo coming about a week and a half before the 2022 elections. There are parallels and connections here with Aries and Black Moon Lilith, and they both abide by natural law, not man-made law. Now that's deep. This dark murky energy does carry with it some beautiful, beautiful energy as well. This will all be very powerful because this full moon is a super moon. The galactic center is opening up to us, and we're going to learn about the communities of other planets. This is where our raw plasma comes from. This is very interesting. I want you to understand this. This is what we tap into when we create our realities on Earth and when we manifest. This is a creation energy and brings us beauty and our good. It is ruled by the dwarf planet Varda, who is known as the Star Lady. Check out Kelly Hunter, who has done a lot of research about this. I interviewed her on Let's Find Out about two years ago. Kelly Hunter. So we have a beautiful sense of world renewal here. With the collapse of the old world, which is ongoing for the next few years, there is an astral promise of a new earth being birthed. Many of us feel at this time they were all in labor pains. It's early yet. But the new birth is coming, and it indeed will happen. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. Now it's time to listen to the weekly cosmic tip to see what's coming up for you this week. We'll be back shortly. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out on bbsradio.com. And now it's time for your weekly cosmic tip. Hello, this is Elizabeth Joyce with your Stargazing Report, week of June 13th through June 19th, 2022. Get ready for a lot of talk and a wide range of ideas as Mercury enters Gemini on Monday until July 5th. Plan a party and pop up on the champagne because the chatty planet is ushering in several weeks that are perfect for summer socializing. There's an extra energy as it is also the build-up to the full moon on Tuesday. A bold and adventurous Scorpio Sagittarius full moon is shining up for anything with Mars and Jupiter in action fearless Aries at the same time. The air and fire elements are the strongest now. The moon begins at 29 degrees Scorpio, which is known as the tail of the dragon and it can cause a bit of upset. But after that, the moon slips into Sagittarius for the rest of the full moon time. 
This is the marketing and director energy, and it's great for generating enthusiastic ideas and communication concepts. Now is not the time to retire or for laying low, but the perfect time for enjoying the company of existing friends while widening your social circle. With Mars currently in Taurus, hard work and profiting from those flowing ideas is a real possibility. Very lucrative things can come from your thoughts these days. However, please understand that not all ideas will come to pass. So don't believe all those pie-in-the-sky promises or everything you hear right now. Love and Money Venus is aligned with Investor Uranus and Asteroid Palace. On the business level, Uranus helps you come up with innovative ideas and is especially fond of technology and cutting-edge concepts, all the new stuff that's coming along. Palace helps you to create a strategic battle plan. Venus helps you to build and manifest your goals and desires, and she's in her favorite sign, Taurus. Taurus brings wealth, comfort, and beauty. Reach out and plan an evening filled with eclectic mix of people for guaranteed fun. Be sure not to stay out too late, as you could wind up with a hangover at the pulsating super full moon on Tuesday, which will create a groggy T-square between the moon, sun, and Neptune. That's the time you want to stay in bed and sleep. At work, you may not feel up to your peak, so it's probably best to lay a little low. Meet new people and try to get out to new groups and organizations. Sagittarius and Gemini are travel and education signs. So where do you want to go and what do you want to learn next? Get ready. Petty arguments could break out in the office on Wednesday due to the Capricorn moon in a square with Jupiter and Mars. The last thing anyone feels like doing is working, causing possible squabbles and resentments to surface. Lazy mind brings lazy thoughts. However, things rebound quickly in time for a nice evening get-together as the moon trines upbeat Uranus. This harmony trend continues into Thursday when the sun sends soothing vibes to strong, no-nonsense Saturn. The energy brings help in working towards your goals in the morning with this moon conjuncting powerful Pluto, while trining logical Mercury and warm-hearted Venus. Any lingering hurt feelings over the past 48 hours will soon be forgotten. However, the Sun makes a challenging square relationship to Neptune, which would rather live in fantasy land and not allow for any upsets. It's too busy floating in the universe. Perhaps the best strategy on Thursday is to work hard in the morning and catch an early dinner with friends in the late afternoon or early evening. Friday moves at a fast pace and you could feel a bit overwhelmed. You will need to act fast and keep up the pace in order to grab that fleeting yet bountiful good vibe of the lunar sextiles with Mars and Jupiter. The day continues with a friendly tone, so allow time in your schedule for a social chit-chat and a short after-hours gathering. Saturday is a weak sore spot, filled with passive-aggressive attempts to control. On Saturday evening, the moon moves into Psyche Pisces and sensual pleasure-loving Venus. 
It's challenging beyond too tired tonight, Saturn. So watching a romantic movie is probably best for warming up the energies. Sunday suggests a more introspective day with conversation that can go towards philosophical or travel. Mercury makes harmony with Jupiter, and both of those planets' energy create a love for travel. The sextile between Venus and Neptune makes this a five-star day night, so be sure to keep the focus on romance. Don't get into any political arguments or whatever's happening in the world. Don't worry, just be happy. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Visions of Reality. The website is new-visions.com. If you'd like to make a call to ask a question or to book some time with me, the 24-hour answering service is 201-934-8986. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. And now it's time to get back to tonight's program with Elizabeth Joyce. Welcome back. Um, We did listen to the weekly cosmic tip, and I certainly hope that you listen to it and that you have a wonderful, wonderful week. So, we're talking about the light coming in to penetrate this dark, murky energy. Along with the darkness, we have light. This phase isn't all about the dark. The light comes in behind it to sweep it away, although it may take a while in Earth time. We always have destruction before reconstruction. Remember, if you can't see it, you can't heal it. And there is so much darkness at this time, so much. Therefore, the light has to double and triple up, and it has. The amazing thing was April 12th when we had the galaxy open up and a light stream got brighter, and it came in from the center of the galaxy. And this has been documented. Scientists are even talking about it. So we have more of an intense light from the universe coming onto the planet Earth than we ever have before. And we are really digging down deep to remove from this earth that which is no longer necessary, that which is no longer desired. The truth is coming out. The liars are being exposed. And the light part of this, the the brightness of it, will help to raise your frequency and help you hold it there. Raising your frequency, you can do on occasion. You can do it with music. You can do it by taking an intensive. You certainly can do it with prayer and meditation. But can you hold it? I used to tell my my people that came to the intensive that it would be good for about five days unless you renewed it with meditation. Many people just don't. They don't take the time to sit and get quiet and go inside. I can't figure out why people don't want to go inside. I guess they don't like their inner talk. But you can change your inner talk. And you certainly can make your inner talk much more pleasant 
when I worked with Louise Hay, she had us walk upstairs with a tape recorder in our hand. And then every time we took a step, we had to put into the tape recorder what our thoughts were. Well, when we first started, our thoughts were pretty, I can't do this, I don't want to do this, oh, another step, all that kind of stuff. But we had to turn the tape recorder on when we were going back down and listen to ourselves and change every negative sentence into a positive sentence and choose to go into the flow. What you say to yourself is important and more powerful is when you write it. So when you say, I want this project to manifest, the next thing you need to do is manifest it in your mind. Go out into the center of that universe and tap into that plasma energy and bring it down and make something with it. It's kind of like gumbo. You can do it. When you do this, the energy will help you open up your emotional needs. So you could get a new emotional need or you could really have it come into focus one that you need to bring attention to. Often you will find a resolution to that which has worried you. In the strangest of ways, this is the time to do that, the next three days. Do the meditations, begin to create your next project in your mind, make sure that it's going to benefit everyone, that's important. It can't be a selfish project. It has to be something that helps everyone. You can become aware of things that can change. And it's okay that things that once worried you do not worry you anymore. Isn't that wonderful? Things that you once worked on and worried about, you don't anymore. That's what's going to be happening. You can find a resolution. We have this rare Jupiter-Mars Chiron conjunction in Aries, which has brought us collective trauma. And this has been going on for quite a while. We've just been through two years of lockdown. We've been seeing this globally. And in a lot of places, some really difficult stuff is going on for us to cope with. Believe me, that takes a toll on you, especially on our subconscious. And demands come about, and they affect your mental, emotional body. And everyone has shifted into that concern, worldwide concern, worldwide hunger, worldwide electricity, worldwide finances. We have to come to grips with that state of the world and with the implication that these world dynamics have on individuals. We have to try to detach. In the past, we've been able to detach easily from sad news, you know, fires, children being shot and that type of thing, but we can't anymore. They were so few and far between, and now they're not. We can't detach. There is definitely a bigger push towards understanding. 
we need to understand world events, world crises, and find the root. Some of us find it difficult to detach, and they become obsessed with politics, finances, scarcity, economics on the whole. And this is becoming highlighted right now. Individual, individual evolution is in front stage right now. The lights are up, the curtain's opening, and it's very easy to get distracted from that play. This is a powerful time for personal development. It's time to check in with you. We are opening up to growth, wisdom, and awareness. Again, it's a powerful time for personal development, and it's time to check in with you. This experience of the past few years has been massive, and we need to focus on the light, not on the darkness. When we refuse to feel fear and focus on the light, it's impossible to feel fear. Because joy and peace are on one side, and cruelty and fear are on the other. Yes, we know we're on a fearful timeline. That is clear as day. But it doesn't have to be your timeline. There are multiple timelines, and there are multiple places where you can focus your energy. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. We're going to take a break and listen to our commercials and station break. And we're gonna to listen to Connie Francis singing Mama. I picked that song because of the cancer energy that's coming in with the summer solstice. So let's give it a listen. It's been a long time since I've heard that beautiful song. We'll be back after this. Now more than ever, you need Elizabeth Joyce's Sanitizing Healing Spray. It clears and cleans viruses and germs, and it helps to prevent spreading those viruses and germs. Elizabeth's Sanitizing Healing Spray contains frankincense and sandalwood. You spray it as generously and as often as you need. You can order it online or call 201-934-8986. 201-934-8986. Elizabeth Joyce's Elixir Tea is really a healing tea. It's blended according to Ayurvedic principles and the chanting of Sanskrit mantras. So it assures a deep cellular healing, relief that flows from within. So drink Elizabeth's Healing Tea before you meditate. Order it online or call 201-934-8986, 201-934-8986. You're listening to Let's Find Out on bbsradio.com, Station 1. If Internet Radio has a name, it's BBS Radio, the number one live Internet talk radio on the planet. It's Let's Find Out. And honored guests come every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you'd like to call in and ask a question, dial toll-free, 888-627-6008. Again, that's 888-627-6008. If you're just tuning in and would like to hear this show in its entirety tomorrow, you can download it at the archive link at bbsradio.com 
forward slash let's find out. Remember, if it's not mainstream, it's on BBS radio. So now, let's find out with host Elizabeth Joyce. My daughter, I beg of you, I have a wish that must come true, the last thing you can do Please promise me that you will stay and take my place while I'm away and give the children love each day. I had to cry. What could I say? How hard I tried to find a word I prayed she wouldn't see me cry So much to say that should be heard But only time to say goodbye To mama They say in time that you forget Yet still today my eyes are wet I tell myself to smile Oh, mama Now soon there'll be another spring And I will start remembering The way she loved to hear me sing Her favorite song Ave Maria good friend Connie Francis this is singing mama which was a very popular song I know it was extremely popular in Italy I think it hit their number one charts for about two months I grew up with Connie I met her on American Bandstand years ago with Dick Clark 
And she was incredible before Barbara Streisand, like about 10 years. And she, um, she was the only one that got nine gold records, only female that did. And also, she sang, sold over a million albums all around the world, Japan, Paris, Italy. She was quite something. We'll go back to the subject. If anyone has the power to predict the future, it should be shared, and everyone should do the best they can to mitigate it, no matter what the risks. That's my code. So I'm going to share some predictions with you, and then I'm going to help you learn a meditation and some wonderful tools to help you get through what's coming in the next 18 months. So how will it affect us over the next six months? Most of the actions that are happening are hurting our economy. Two more Supreme Court judges will be placed in the court by the end of 2022. Government control will increase around the world through 2023. The healthcare industry is the next thing to be picked on, and it will be destroyed as we know it. At least the government hopes so. The leftists hope so. Healthcare will be transferred to WHO and the United Nations worldwide. Crypto will be devastated. Behind-the-scenes activity of the bankers affect everyone as crypto becomes government-regulated worldwide. There is indirect banking control, and the crypto market will collapse because of it. Now that the banks are putting into place measures to sabotage this, the banks and economics, Many inappropriate measures are going into place between July and September of 2022. As I said, inappropriate. More power, more control. Remember, we're in the tail of the scorpion. As 222 ends, many people will have become highly vaccinated, will contact COVID again, People become scared because some of the COVID side effects, which are being proven medically now. We have to learn to take care of our own needs instead of blaming others. We also have to learn to always follow our gut reactions. We're not going to know what our gut reactions are until we decide that we can go inside and look. And that's getting quiet, going inside, and listening to yourself and your body. Also, we must help our communities become self-sustaining. The top money values will be gold, silver, and land, especially farming land with water. 
silver will be more valuable than gold because silver can be melted down and made into various products. We are now experiencing a digital revolution and the banks will start the digital revolution in September. And I'm going to tell you something else that's new. Right after the 22 elections, we'll probably have a change of presidency. And it's going to be very interesting to see how that happens. But it will not happen before the elections unless something drastic happens that will force it. China is using Taiwan as a negotiating tool to stop Shanghai. I'm going to try that again. China is using Taiwan as a negotiating tool to stop sanctions at this moment. They will more than likely invade between July and September of 22. This can be devastating for the U.S. and devastating for a lot of areas in the world. The evil elite have instilled so much turbulence in the past two years and we have to understand that there's there's no winning or losing it's the darkness that's being swept away so it's being brought up for review I don't think anything is really new it's been going on for years but we're learning about it and we're going to have to handle it in a responsible manner we also have to watch India and Pakistan They need to be watched closely, as well as China with India. But we will not have a nuclear exchange, ever. I have been told by my guides that we will never have one again, because it affects the universe, not just the Earth. It's devastating to the solar system. It's devastating to our galaxy. So I don't believe that we'll have one again. It's important to understand that it's not the people who are creating these wars. It is the people up at the political ring, the elites, the politicians who are doing all this. I've been asked by many people about what to do and what is coming concerning the crisis. Let's take a look at some of the astrological positions. Astrology is like a lighthouse at sea. It is here to guide us about what we could be coming into in the near future. So here's the list. The cosmos are bringing a strong effect on us. Very strong with these planets. And it's been three and four and five hundred years since we've had this energy. The health situation is going global. The political situation will have a lot of changing of leaders. The economy of the world is at large. The busted bubble of the bar of the stock market has harmed people, as well as food and product delivery. So we're going to be going through these strains. Now they want to close down gas stations, and I understand that 550,000 gas stations will be closed down in the next six months or so. They want you to buy electric cars, which of course are priced out of line. 
My problem is, so you drive 500 miles, then what? How can you go to a gas station and fill up again? And how come there's no electrical places to revamp your car? Once you drive the 500 miles, you're out of luck. Until we find the technology that will make this all worthwhile. Now, I know the technology is there, but they haven't instilled it yet. They are going to start forcing gas stations to have new pumps. And the new pumps will be electric and gas. And if you don't accept the new pumps, they'll close your gas station. All these things are going on. There will not be any World War III at this moment. It's not happening yet. Between 2029 and 2020, 2032, there's a very strong chance for a major dual political tension as several countries want a new world order. There will be fighting and contention about this, and it's coming up very quickly maybe before the elections in November. This energy will completely change the way we look at the earth and will change all of the political maps as well. The media has overplayed all of this because they want to extract as much revenue as possible from this horrible situation. So they write and include fear about climate change and World War III. And they try to put it in our heads that we're in image danger constantly. Now you don't have to accept that. You fall and pray to these tactics. However, the most important focus that we have to look at is the economy and our personal way of living. The most devastating risk right now is the economy and food and product delivery and how we will be affected. Okay, that's just some of my list, but that's enough for tonight. I want to tell you and give you some tools here. In my meditations, I have often guided you through some breathing exercises that are helpful. This is free for everyone and can be used in a moment, in a second. Whenever feel, fear crawls inside of you or your solar plexus, which is your middle of your stomach, when you get that feeling, you know, got to start. Just drop into your heart. Focus on your heart. Take three deep breaths and hear your name called with respect. Then breathe with your attention on the breath. I am safe, it's only change. Look into the mirror, look into your eyes and say your name out loud. Say it until you say it with respect. And that, Tony, that voice that you hear, that you know you're saying your name with respect is what you put in your mind to use in these exercises. 
close your eyes and imagine you're breathing through your heart as if your heart were your lungs. Allow the breath to breathe you. Just allow the breath to come. And gradually, without force, the breath will go inside you, deeper and deeper, gently, slowly, lifting you up, lifting you out of worry, lifting you out of fear, into the light of bliss and peace. On the inhale, feel your angels lifting you up under your arms. Then the, when you do the exhale, drop back down again into your heart, going a little bit deeper this time. You're rising into the light and dropping into the bliss. Then imagine the peace and feel the release of darkness and fear and hopelessness leaving your body. As you get very deep at your exhale, feel the love you have for a partner. Then breathe in again, and when you breathe out, feel the love you have for a child. Breathe in, and when you breathe out, feel the love you have for a pet and an ill, Ill friend or for nature, or for a pure, clean planet. Feel gratitude. We need to feel more gratitude. Have gratitude for your raise at work. Have gratitude for a wish that was granted by the universe. When you do, you are building your heart field. You are strengthening the fourth chakra. When you slow down the breath and feel the rising up and dropping down, all of your body systems become coherent. They begin to release stress. They get junk and stuff and muck out of your subconscious and your body begins to flow together in perfect harmony. That is what our meditation is going to be tonight. I created it this afternoon for you. It's going to bring you into the energy of bliss and peace. If you can do this for two or three minutes a day, over time, this will become a clearing default practice for you, protecting you from depression and inertia. It will have a massive impact on your life, to everything around you, to your personal health, to your mental wellness, to your cognitive functioning, and more importantly, your relationship with others. But your greatest gift from this exercise is everything in your world will change for the better when you look at it through the eyes of your heart. It brings you closer to God. That's the end of our show for tonight. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. We are going into the meditation now. We're going to hear a song from Elizabeth Hepburn about dreaming and making your dreams come true. And then we will have the meditation. So dream and let your dreams come true. Followed by Peace with Richard Schulman. Thank you for listening. Let me know your thoughts. Remember, the email is elizabeth at new-visions.com. And I'll see you next week.
Then we'll talk about the summer solstice. Thank you for listening and good night. When you'd walk into the mirror and become really you And while dancing in your soul, share your sacredness with the earth When you would awaken, child of the universe Living in your beauty, walking in your light the courage to be who you are, how it gives your soul flight. And as you've claimed yourself, your dreams have come true. All you have dreamed of has been found within you. Oh, how beautiful you are a dream come true. to help you through these difficult times. Sit with both feet flat on the floor or in the lotus position. Legs uncrossed and your spine straight. It would be nice if you would raise your palms and hold your forefinger and thumb together. That's called your circuit. Close your eyes and start taking a deep breath. Allow your mind to flow down to your heart center, the fourth chakra. Take a deep breath. Release the breath. Another deep breath. Release the breath. Another deep breath. Release the breath. Now listen. And listen to your name being called with respect. Say it in your mind with respect. The full name you are using now. Then take another deep breath and have your attention on the breath. Your new mantra is, I am safe, it's only change. Close your eyes and just imagine that you're breathing through your heart as if your heart were your lungs. Allow the breath to breathe you. Breath in. Breath out. 
Breath in, breath out. Do this gradually and without force. The breath will go inside of you. Breath in and breath out. Breath in and breath out. Deeper and deeper. Very gently. Very gently. Feel the breath lifting you up. Up out of worry out of fear, into the light of bliss and peace. Feel your angels lifting you up under your arms, higher and higher. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. As you have the exhale, drop yourself back down into your heart. In the inhale, you're being lifted up by your angels. On the exhale, you're going back down into your heart. Up to your angels down to your heart, up to your angels, down to your heart, and each time you drop down, you're going deeper and deeper inside, you're raising up into the light, and you're dropping back down to your heart filled with bliss, then feel the peace and feel the release of darkness, fear, and hopelessness. Every time you drop down, more of the darkness, fear, and hopelessness leave your body. Let the breath flow. Let the breath flow. Allow yourself to get very deep. The darkness and fear are melting. Breathe in and feel your angels lift you up. When you feel the darkness is gone and you feel the light, let yourself get very deep, and as you exhale this time, feel the love you have for a partner. When you drop down, send out a beam of that love. Breathe in. Feel the love you have for a child. When you drop down, send out light to that child. Breathe in, get lifted up, come back down to the heart and feel the love that you have for a pet or animals. Release the breath, send out the light. 
You're being lifted up again. Breathe in. Now think of an ill friend that needs healing. Send the light out to that friend when you drop down. Breathe in. Feel yourself lifted up. Feel the love you have for the nature, for trees, for our food and our green grass. Feel that in your heart. Take a deep breath. Get lifted up. Drop down again and send light out around the world for a pure, clean planet. Breathe in. Lift yourself up. Feel the angels. Bring down the light and send it out again for a pure, clean planet. Keep breathing in a rhythm. Begin to feel gratitude and praise for all that you have and all that you are. Feel gratitude for a raise at work. Feel gratitude for a wish being granted. Think of that wish now. Keep breathing in and out. See that wish being fulfilled. Breathe in. Breathe out. Feel the gratitude. When you do, you are building your heart field. You are strengthening the fourth chakra. When you slow down the breath and feel the raising up to your angels and the light, and the dropping back down into your heart and love. All of your body systems become coherent and begin to release stress. And your inner organs are going to flow together to the beat of the heart in perfect harmony. Feel the beautiful music. Let's do the mantra again. I am safe. It's only change. This time, visualize sparkles of light, brilliant white light, like a cluster of falling stars coming down and falling you and surrounding you. They are the diamonds coming from the twelfth dimension, the God Center. And you are being blessed, filled with light and protection. Your angels are with you. You're surrounded by white light, which is the Holy Spirit or the Chi or the Shakti, whatever you want to call it. And everything about you is flowing together in perfect harmony. You are raising your frequency every time you're lifted up. And when you fall back into your heart, you're bringing in the energy of bliss and peace. Feel it now. Feel the energy 
of bliss and peace. You will see everything around you changing. This exercise has a massive impact on your life, your personal health, your personal relationships, and your main gift is feeling the presence of your angels and God. Take a deep breath. Release the breath. Take a deep breath. Release the breath. Keep your eyes closed. Stay in that position. And listen to Richard Shulman as he plays Peace. Peace. I am in the energy of peace. I am safe. It's only change. Take a deep breath. Stay in the energies.